What is up, little biscuits and sun-dried tomatoes? Before we start this new episode, Justin, we got to call your boy Idris because we got some new returning Patriots. Let's get Idris on the line. All right, guys, what's up? Hey, bro, how you doing, man? I heard you uh, got the COVID and uh, just wanted to call and see how you doing. I don't have COVID. I know, psych. I need you to be some new Patriots. Well, actually, they're returning Patriots, but, you know, I didn't think you would answer if uh, I didn't have a good reason. All right, whatever. Yeah, I know you'd be talking shit about our Patriots. That's why we've been low-key trying to find a replacement for you. But uh, Hey, eat a dick. Hey, is that what your therapist tells you to tell people? Because, I, you know, you publicly went out that you go to therapy, and that's a weird thing for him to be reinforcing with you. Eat a dick. My therapist says that that's okay. Therapist approves. He, Eat a dick, Brandon. He, he's gave you a dick-approved uh, diet. Good to know. So our first returning patriot is Dana H., Nothing wrong with eating dicks. Dana, don't worry. This this whole battle between me and Brandon has nothing to do with you. You're still a returning patriot, and I love you for that. We all love you. Thank you for being the patriot once again. Yeah, we appreciate that, Dana. And then uh, last but not least, another returning patriot is uh, Bridget DeVoe. Bridget DeVoe, thank you for being the patriot. You left us. You came back. It doesn't matter. You're a patriot all the same. Thank you for being a patriot. And thank you, Aegis, for being a friend. Traveling down the road and back again. We appreciate you. Brandon eats dicks for breakfast. Bye, everyone. Okay, that was that weird. was a weird thing to say because he also thing. eats dicks. He just told us that it's part of his no, diet. No, I'm pretty sure his... I, I, I mean, I don't He know. said his therapist approved him eating dicks. So <laughs> I don't know if that's like a phobia he had to get over or something, but you, know, you, you learn something new about someone every day. Weird. All right, y'all. Enjoy this episode. Peace. When the horror's about to start You wanna scream But only cause it's such a bad movie You're so unpleased Need a podcast cause hate is in your eyes Well we are those guys Cause this is medium Popcorn Brandon and Justin Save you from the dog shite You know it's medium Popcorn, join us as we lose our minds at these thriller killer. What is up, little biscuits and sun-dried tomatoes? It's your boy, Eddie Collins. Guys, it's Justin Brown. And we are keeping spooky season going. Spookity, spookity, nigga. Spookity, spookity. 
it's so offensive when you say that. Uh, with this uh, this psychological horror thriller on Netflix called His House. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, his house. In the middle of his street. His house. Now, the his is the, the demon, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's his house. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, <laughs> or, or, or it's, uh, or it's uh, the colonizer's house. Yeah, because... <laughs> Yeah, it was Matt Smith. That, that's what I thought. He was going to be the his yeah. when we, he popped up. That That's a goofy-looking white guy. Yeah. He's a weird, unsettling white guy. He looks like he, he looks like if, if, you ain't, if you ain't watching out, he will try to fillet you. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, There's yeah, something yeah. about his face that makes me yeah. just a little bit hesitant. I will say, and this might be a little on the nose. He is a solid actor. Matt Smith is a that's solid good. actor. Yeah. I think he would be a great Victor Von Doom, but he already technically is an MCU. If you go by Jared Leto and Tyrese rules, that that shit's part of the MCU. Yeah, yeah. That Morbius is part of the MCU. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I actually think like he would be a good Victor Von Doom because um, yeah. he just looks evil. But you could also, he also is British and he's like got that weird, uh, he just has a specific British look that makes you automatically think he's smart. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like like a weird professor. That's that's probably like can't hold up. So so what so what you're saying is he comes off fancy. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, he's a little fancy. Yeah, yeah. He's he, a little fancy. He, you know? he's a little he could fancy. definitely play a Lestat in a interview with the vampire reboot. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh we gotta eventually do that movie. I've never actually watched it in full. Interview mm-hmm. with the Vampire. Yeah, actually I don't think I have either. Yeah, I just remember Tom Cruise being a lot of white makeup and a wig. Um, but and everybody thinking, oh, this is the sexiest thing ever. But I'm we got to stop really? talking about white guys because we're talking about his house, which is very, very much black-centric. Well, specifically... Um, African. African, yes. yes. With a folk, uh, refugee couple from uh, South Sudan. Um, and they're trying... South Sudan? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I said it like that. I'm fucking crazy. Um, but they're immigrating to uh, London. Yes. Um, well, hold on. They were yeah. taking a boat to London. Yes. And then yes. things went a little awry. Well, I mean. And they ended up in the ocean almost drowning. And they and they were rescued. Thank, you know, yeah. thank God not everybody made it. I know. We'll, we'll get to that in a bit. Um, yeah, that was, was wild about this movie, man. It's like, I wrote down my first line is, immigration is fucking intense. You're packed in trucks. You got to take different modes of transportation. Yeah. And then you're. The survival rate gets lower and lower. Yeah, yeah. The, the closer fir- you get to yeah, the your destination, <laughs> the closer you get. It's fucking scary, man. Yeah. When they um, were on that boat, I was like, oh, and it, how fast that boat was going, I was like, oh, this ain't gonna be good. Yeah. This ain't gonna be good. Yeah, just jumping those fucking waves. And you know mm-hmm. what? It's fucked up, but the stereotype is there for a reason. Black people, not all black people can swim. Well, I mean, especially if you're because they're Africa. not around. Yeah, they're exactly. not around wa- bodies of water, so they exactly. don't get practice. Hundred percent. What you gonna do? Well, step in a puddle and think that you know how to tread water? Well, <laughs> well, the <laughs> other the other part of it is like you know here in America, most black people just for you know for safety moved into the bigger cities so they could be in communities of people around themselves ah. where they don't really have access to open bodies of water or things like yeah. that or pools to go swimming in. And then yeah. you have in the south, most of the black people are more are closer in inland. Because all rich white people live by the water. That's right. So therefore, we have been kind of boxed out from this whole swimming thing for mm-hmm. a very long time. They literally have a song about it. Sitting on the dock of the bay, watching a child pass away. Okay, that doesn't make sense, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Why does it make sense? 
You just said, yeah, they wrote a song about it, sitting on the dock yeah, of the bay. Yeah, white people. No, nigga. Sitting on the dock of the bay. That wasn't uh, by a white artist. Oh, yeah, that's Otis Redding. Nigga. My bad. <laughs> I thought it was like James Taylor for some reason. No. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So his house is very intense. Um, it's like a... It's this immigration story, but it's coupled with, like, the images. It's essentially a guilt thing that's haunting them. Yeah, yeah. Right? And they they committed a crime. Well, they committed a sin. What do you mean they committed a sin? With what they did. Well. But it's very, like, the twist was interesting. Okay. Oh, shit. Sugar. Sugar, honey, iced tea. Sorry. Um, I think the main thing about this movie is that it, this whole thing is about guilt, and is and they're being rattled by they're being riddled by the guilt of what happened, and yeah. and the fact is it, it's mainly survivors' guilt. So they have to get over the fact is that hey they got out and other people didn't, and that's what was eating the guy alive. Because yes, he did um, you know snatch up that little girl, yeah. you know, so they could get on to uh, get on. Spoiler, everybody. He's like but, the little girl y'all think is her daughter, the daughter. Mm-mm. Nope, no, no. <laughs> that was a little girl. They snatched up. He pulled a Billy Zane. He was like, "I've seen Titanic. Come here, little girl. <laughs> I'm a survivor." <laughs> he was what? It's they got to Titanic in Africa. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> that would be really crazy wow. if he had mentioned. It. He had a quick line and said, "I saw Titanic." Yes, yes, it would have been nuts. I think the actor could have pulled it off. Uh, Jonathan, Jonathan hold on, Majors. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wrote down. I said, you look like Diet Jonathan Majors. <laughs> and you see it, too, don't uh, you? Yes, I do, because at first I thought that was Jonathan Majors. I was like, that's not Jonathan Majors. Because in the poster, from far away, yeah. I was like, is that Jonathan Majors? Like, oh, shit, Jonathan. No, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's not. not. It's not. So, I, 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 so, like, even at the end, when they show the little girl in the room, yeah. they had all those people behind her. Uh, behind her, those uh, I think that's supposed to depict all those people who didn't make it, and then uh, yes, and then yes, when yes. it shot over to them, it was the people who did make it to you know, who did make it uh, to the other side. Mm. So you know, I this whole demon thing was him uh, dealing with the grief of the survivor's guilt of being able to make it, and then also obviously the fact is like he snatched this girl, and he's just like, all right, I'm going to take care of yeah. you, but he wasn't able to; they weren't able to do it. Um, so and like so that's her, where it all comes from, and, and the wife slitting the throat of it is like her like helping him absolving them absolve uh, that. Uh, of that guilt. Well, because you know they that was what was interesting is once you get to the reveal about the daughter, quote unquote, you're like, okay, this is why the wife was very stoic and very much like, I don't want to live here. I like she was like, you know, I she was just fucked up not only from the trauma but also being like. I don't deserve whatever happiness this could bring me. Yeah. And then the husband, he's like, and just did not, like, he's essentially like, we do what we fucking had to do because I've always dreamed of being. I ain't going to fuck it, back. Yeah, he's like, I've always dreamed of coming well, here. Well, no, no, no. It, it's not even the thing of dreaming of coming here. It's the fact that he's kind of like, um, is, you know, I had, we had to do all of this shit to get, yes. to get yeah. here to escape death. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah. we're living. If we go back, we're done. Yeah. And, and she's just like, and basically it's the moral compass of it all. It's just like, I think she's like, this isn't worth it. Mm -hmm. What we did 
and what happened to a person who was, I mean, we kind of took our into our care, you know, n- not yeah. by their own. Uh, oh, no, this, that little girl was screaming for her mom. Uh-huh. Right before mama got probably shot in that street. Yep. But in, in it, essentially, they saved her life. I mean, for a little bit. Yes. Yeah. But no, you don't no, know that. You're yeah. like, you know, you're. you're no. You, I mean, because, because, I, listen, I, I've heard the story, read some, seen some shit, documentaries and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it, it wouldn't have been a good story for that young Oh, no, 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 no. There's no good story. That's the sad thing is about all this. And that's why I, I wrote down, like, this, this is hard, right? The immigration stuff is, like, mm-hmm. really tough because yeah. it's, it's, it's very easy for people to be like, oh, why can't they just get the, like, why can't other countries get their shit together? But it's like, you don't have the resources and then you have different cultures, different beliefs, different just people and different yeah. mindsets. Like, you can't just handle that with money or education. Like, well, you know but I mean? then there's also uh, different, uh, different levels of rules and things like that yeah. and history that you just don't get and understand that like, you know, everyone's talking about like, oh, um, the Jews, not the Jews, uh, well, the Jewish, um, what'd you call it? The Orthodox Jews? No, fucking like Israel and... Israelites and, and uh, the Palestinians. Yeah, and Palestinians. Yeah. There's so much shit going on oh, over yeah, there yeah, yeah. that none of us really understand. So when people say, it's like, I'm with Palestine, I'm just like, nigga, you don't fucking know. You don't know what the fuck's going on between Man, them. I went to a show uh, a few weeks ago where that came up, and I got really intense between the Jewish host and the Palestinian woman in the audience. It was weird. Yeah. I was like, I'm trying to laugh, yo. Like, what are we doing here? Well, be, especially when it's just like, if you have a Palestinian person who actually lived in Palestine, mm. and then you have a Jewish person who's just from here, it's like, bro, Jewish person, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. I they, think that's that was kind of the tone that was coming from the audience. Yeah. And I was very much like, I don't know what's about to escalate here. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah, so it's, you know, and that's why. It's like know, if a blood, if a blood was performing stand up and a crip was in the audience. You know, it's like <laughs> that's a it's weird. Like, that's a weird way like, to stop it. with those fucking red jokes, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so crazy. Niggas that stand up start crip walking. <laughs> I mean, it's not gonna be, not be crip walking with his feet. It's gonna be crip walking with uh, bullets. Okay, 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 bro. I felt it. I thought it very uh, terrible that the wife got the most shit from the black kids. That pissed me off. They were, but that happens. I mean, Patrice I O'Neill has a classic bit uh, called to, uh, Tolu hmm. off of uh, Mr. P, where he's like doing some crowd work. And I guess there's this African dude in front of him. Hmm. And he's like, like, my man, what's your name? And he like, he said Tolu. And he was like sitting with a bunch of white people. Huh. And he was just like, you, you ain't got no black friends because black niggas, they would fucking destroy you, weren't they? Yeah. Making African and monkey sounds and shit. He was essentially like, yeah. And that's what they do here. Yeah. Yeah, and I would. I mean, you don't. I mean, I mean, look, boys in the hood, you African yeah. booty scratch. Oh, that yeah. whole fucking shit. Like, yeah, it, it's a thing. But on the other end, African people don't fuck with us either. Oh yeah, yeah, true. I, well, listen, when I was in college, uh, uh, the colorism Kenyans, is everywhere. Everybody, it's, yeah, everybody hates each other. But uh, so <laughs> w- when I was in college, uh, we had some Kenyan people who ran on a track team, right? They, you know, you know, we're talking long, the, the cross country, these motherfuckers, they, they were running they, and they were, they were <laughs> fucking good as shit. But, um, a lot of the black people on campus didn't fuck with them. Like they really didn't fuck with them. Uh, but 
uh, we, uh, like me and my friend, my friend group, you know, the fucking monsters I hang out with. Uh, yeah. we, uh, we befriended They're literally them. monsters, yo. They look <laughs> like the monsters when they're all together. Um, we, we, like, we used to fuck with them all the time. You know, just, you know, sit around bullshit with them. And I remember they, they invited us over one day and we had, um, Ungali. Okay. Uh, Ungali and this other, you know, some, some other, like, uh, Kenyan uh, food stuff like that. Yeah. And it was dope, you know, all love. But, like, the one thing we had to tell them was, like, yo, they were living in the basement of this house. And you had to go through a door to get into the basement. And that shit straight up looked like the Underground Railroad. And, uh, uh, bro. Oh, God. No, bro. Oh, it was God. bad. I'm talking about, like, it was, like, it was, like, un- like the whole area going to where they stayed was, like, unfinished. So you had the pipes, stone walls and shit like that. Dark as shit. And I'm just like, and, and, and we were just like, yo, just know, <laughs> for optics, don't ever let white people put you in a place oh, like shit. this ever again. <laughs> it looks so bad. Oh, no. <laughs> it looks so bad. But, you know, they were good folks, man. They're yeah. good folks. But it's like, it, it it was wild to us that pe- like that most of the black people on campus just did not fuck with them. Mm. And, and, you know, they were kind of isolated into their own bubble because there was like four of them. There was Richie, Emily, Salome, and um, and oh but, my god! But that's that that's that like fucking colonizational uh, mindset. Yeah, they gotta stay it. on their own because it's it, but it's also like uh, for black people too, right? Because even like even in this situation, this is how crazy everything is. It's like we're all in the same place, but even as poor white people, you still think you can look down on me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like we're living in the same fucking building, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. My shit just has to get cleaned well, up a little bit better than yours. It's just the fact is that everybody needs to elevate. They, a lot of people want to elevate themselves yes. over yes. somebody else. It'd be like, hey, I know I'm black and I may, and you know, for this society, I, it may seem like I'm on the bottom of the totem pole, yeah. but I'm over that nigga over there. It's mm. like, but I ain't African yeah. African, but I ain't this, I ain't that. So then, you know, it just becomes, you know, it's the same thing when what the Irish came and the Italians came. Everybody just basically shit on the the the, the new person off the boat. That's right. And they were just like, well, we're better than them. We're better than them until they let the slaves loose. And they're just like, we all better than them niggas. So yeah, it was just so crazy, man. It's like, yeah. It, America's fucking crazy. Yeah. It, but this takes place in the UK, yeah, which is exactly. much better. Which is the same shit. It's just dreary as fuck over there. Yeah. And you got niggas like Matt Smith, this creepy ass, just outside your building with a little box. I was like, that guy is definitely the devil, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, white person's just going to voluntarily stand in this neighborhood. Until I saw all the other white people in the neighborhood, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, okay. the white ghetto. Got you, got, got you, got you, got you, got you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like a... I remember... When I saw the Breaking Bad series finale, mm. you saw that, right? Yeah. Remember when you see where Skyler's living, mm. like post like Heisenberg shit coming out? He, she's living like a fucking shanty. Yeah. With a uh, you know, uh, is it Carl Junior? What's uh, what was, Walter Junior? Walter, Walter Jr. and the baby. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot there are white ghettos too. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And they bad. Oh yeah, yeah. That looked that looked terrible. Even coming from their little quaint house in the mm-hmm. original, I was like, oh yeah. Which yeah. is like. Nigga, I know that you gave, like, you know, you told your former partners and shit at uh, the, you know, the, the company he started, Gray yeah. Matter, to give this money to your son, like, when he turns 18 or whatever. You think, based on your family history, 
if just two million dollars shows up, not even more than that, if it's like eight million, yeah, just shows up like as an inheritance for your kid, even if it's from your company, that that's just gonna get seized immediately. You think the hands of the government aren't gonna come out and say, "Pony up, motherfucker!" This nigga had a hand in killing two DEA agents. Yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> and one of them was your brother, <laughs> brother-in-law, I think. Yeah. No, no, no. That that was it. Was Hank was a Hank was a Scottish brother-in-law. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. That's but right. still, it's still yeah. family. Yeah, though. still family. And then also, like he blew up a nursing home. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> but you, you got, you got bodies. Yeah, bodies. Yeah. <laughs> bodies. Anyways, not uh, the kind of bodies that other niggas got out. No, look at body. That's why it was. It was. It was sad. This actually movie was pretty fucking sad. It's. I think it's done very well. Yeah. I think. Uh, it's a tight hour and a half. The cinematography was fantastic. Uh, set design was dope. There's a really beautiful scene of uh, the main character, Ball. Like, he's eating. He's frustrated. He's frustrated. He's eating. And then we slowly pull back on the wall. And it's like a broken wall from, like, his home in Sudan. Yeah. But then it's like, you know, the water from the, the river, from the ocean voyage where that yeah. turned tragic. But it's also, like, the yellow, the orange moon. Man, it was a beautiful shot. That was fucking yeah, awesome. It it it, it base, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of symbolism in yeah, this movie. They, a they lot. did some really uh, cool shit uh, uh, in the film uh, with just just the way it was shot and uh, and like you said, the, the symbolism was just really yeah. on point. And it's like, I don't know. Well, I can see how you could watch this film and not feel anything, but. <laughs> <laughs> because there's people who see worse shit than this and don't feel oh, yeah, anything yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that's why like when they had the old pizza mm-hmm. and you see the bugs and stuff. Of course, I cringe, but I'm like, they've definitely seen worse, and they have a house now. Yeah, you know that's why like when he was like, we have this is all for us. Yeah, it's like usually people are stacked up in yeah. some place or all on top of each exactly, other. Exactly. Yeah, and you know what? I I I was actually really happy at the end when they were like, this is our home. Yeah, and you said they're gonna clean it up because you know, like you got like fucking ju- juveniles in the neighborhood fucking peeing in the yard and shit like that. And mm. They're like they're they're gonna make it a place where they're proud to yeah to say we live here and we deserve to be here. Yeah, that was a I was surprising, very uh, uplifting. So uh, the one thing that kind of threw me off, uh, I thought that there was gonna be some white fuckery uh, in this yeah. film. Yeah. At the beginning, it's like, you can't leave that house. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. What is it? They get 72 pounds. Yeah. A month or a week? Uh, I, 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 it I has to it, be a week. I, I, I hope it's a week. It has to be a week. Because 72 When bu- she was at that convenient, the Dollar Tree store or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck, at shopping, I was like, bro, remember, you got 72 pounds. <laughs> it was like fucking uh, gro- guys' grocery store games. I was like, bro, you have a very limited budget. Well, and then it's also the fact that he's walking in a tracksuit with no shirt on underneath. Um, yeah, so it, that aspect of it, um, when he goes and, uh, and he, he gets a get haircut, a he yeah, they get can't a get a job. They can't look for work. He's like, you ain't doing no side work, yeah. none of that shit. Yeah. It's like, you need to stay in that fucking house. You're on this That's budget. That's government control, right? Yeah. Like that, I was just like, oh, this is some government there's some white people fucking oh, yeah. with niggas. This oh, is what yeah. we're about to see. That's why I they thought. Don't do that. They don't do that to their normal citizens. Yeah. Even the ones that are getting welfare and government assistance stuff. So that so I was I was just like, why are they doing this to these good black people? So, but then once he went to the office, like, hey, we need to move and whatever. And those guys was like, what the fuck is wrong with this nigga right here? Mm-hmm. I was just like, 
wait, is this not white? Uh, is this not white terror that I'm seeing? <laughs> it's just, it's very, you know what it is? And this is where I like, I think, and like, I'm glad you brought that up. I think it's very much like, and this is the issue that we have, like, with, I think, being part of liberal, like, party and stuff like that. Mm. You have white people like Matt Smith's character that I think genuinely want to help because you don't, as a white guy especially, you don't want to do a job like that unless you absolutely have to or you're yeah. really passionate about the mm-hmm. work, right? So it seemed like if you go from that perspective that he's probably burnt out. Yeah. And just, like, frustrated with trying to do good, but then people either take advantage or they do some bad shit that just, like, makes the program or whatever initiative look bad, right? Yeah. Because when he said, like, uh, be one of the good ones, yeah, it, it's, it's fucked up because it's like, all right, based on your experience, I can see both ways why that would be apl- applicable to warning me not to fuck this up mm-hmm. and try not to make any problems because then it'll work out for me. Yeah. And also you being like, don't give me another reason to hate people like you because of what I see. You know what I so, mean? It's... It's so, it's so I, I, layered I, like that, and it's frustrating because there is some white fuckery going on. Yeah. Absolutely. But it's also like just the system, the, the world itself, and the way that things are stacked up against certain people. Yeah. That just makes this, that's what makes this a great thriller. Because you're like, oh, this is fucking with me on a bunch of levels. It's yeah. not, yeah, there's a few jump scares and that creepy thing with the never ending rope and shit. Mm-hmm. But like, this is mostly like, a, oh, this is. This is a fucking with black people movie, to quote Rod and Karen. But but there's no actual, like there's no clear culprit. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's it's society fucking with black people. But it's it's ne- it's not necessarily society purposely doing it. It's just it the weight oh, yeah. of society is it, fucking with black people and making it so that, that they, they're unable to prosper even in their own heads. But that's what makes it scary though because yeah. you can't defeat that. Yeah, because this, these are thoughts that yeah. can go This ain't like Chucky or Candyman or some mm-hmm. shit. You know what I mean? Even though apparently you can't defeat those niggas too because they keep coming back. It's true. The only, the only horror movie nigga you can kill is Ghostface because he's just a real person. Yeah, that's true. There's never been like a Michael Myers-esque Ghostface that keeps coming back which... Niggas for Scream 7, I essentially just gave you something different. I wouldn't go that route, but you could do it. Um, so, um, you know what I mean? No, 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 you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. So w- when I was growing up, my dad, um, he, uh, you know, w- with the, the money that he made hustling in the streets of Harlem, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh, they bought a house in Bayshore, Long okay. Island, which okay. is not far from where we grew up, but uh, a not at that point, a not-so-nice area. A is very, this... <laughs> Did your father get the house from Bones? <laughs> that'd Possibly. Be, that'd be crazy. Possibly. So because my dad uh, yeah. could do, you know, like he worked on, you know, the subways and like basically a, a general contractor. He did. He was like the landlord. He did all yeah. the work on the house and things like that. And he was just like, you know, he's like, you know, Justin, the thing with niggas is. <laughs> he's like. You try to help out people, and he's like, you try to help out people, but sometimes niggas are gonna be niggas. Oh yeah, yeah. And 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 there's and there's certain people there. There's just no helping them. He's like, because I bring in people here, trying to give them a place to live and giving them affordable place to live. And how do they? And how do they repay me? 
They tear up holes in the walls. They piss in the fucking stairs. They're shitting all over the place. And, so like, and they just destroy the house. Not because I'm doing something wrong to them, but they just don't care. And they refuse to take care of uh, uh, their shit or, 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 or other people's things. He's like, and they're doing it to me, and I'm black as well. And I'm just like, well, goddamn. And I could see yeah. how he got there and how he, like, this this disdain for these yeah. people came because, like, you're working and you're trying to do the right thing and giving back, and then people are just, like, destroying your shit. These are the people he was leasing it out to and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, man, that's a problem. And that's why I think um, I was I was talking with Tati about this uh, with, like, because um, she has some people that in her life that are trying to get section out, mm. uh, housing. Yeah. And they keep getting rejected or, like, nothing's going to return. And I'm like, when I did real estate, we were told, exp- like, explicitly, like, don't entertain Section 8 calls. And I, I remember asking why. They're like, because I was like, it's guaranteed money from the government. Yeah. And they were like, it's just those people tend to not have any home training. Yeah. And I was just like, that's fucked up. And, and, but and, then and, I know the people that are trying to get housing, and I'm like, they're going to have a hard time. Yeah. Because I've seen how they behave in my house. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's like, if you don't know how to behave in other people's spaces and you're blasting music that like can penetrate walls at five in the morning on a Tuesday, yeah, niggas are going to be like, you can't live here no more. Well, you know what I mean? If such an aid is usually like, you got to go to a landlord to get yeah. that. Like, you can't, yep. you don't go to like a management building or anything like that. They're not going to. Yeah, they they, they, ain't they have the housing lottery and shit yeah. usually for that stuff. So like, th- there's, it's fucked up. It's all fucked up. So and that's what, like I could see like he said, hey, be one of the good ones because you know, especially with that guy working in this uh, realm, he probably have seen like the worst, some of the worst shit. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like him saying being good was like, yo, don't just don't be a fucking problem for me. Well, you could tell that, too, but, like, him being, like, uh, he kept, like, making the whispers, like, I got to fucking report this. You know, it's like, yeah. one, I got to go through all the paperwork and probably takes more time out of his day to do mm-hmm. it. But then, two, like, I got to kick another couple out to wherever the fuck they're going to go now, you know? Yeah. Well, you, well, no, they're going back home. They're going well, that's, back to that's fucking That's the tough thing about being, like, in the, in the human, I don't know, it's not human service, but, like, in, like, education and, like, humanitarian shit because... You see, you have to try to help all the humans. It's not yeah. just like the people that want to be helped or like have the drive to get help, like to use the help that they're getting yep. to like elevate themselves. It's like you got to try to help everybody. And some people, either like you said, uh, they just don't give a fuck. And, and some people, and they'll, as my dad would say, yeah. give you their ass to kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or sometimes there's people that like don't know what kind of help they need. Or they they understand what you're trying to do, but they don't know themselves how to implement it because maybe they don't have life skills or yeah. certain abilities to be able to execute and implement that. It's it's a it's a lot, and yeah. it's a, that's reason why there's this teacher shortage. That's a reason why, like you know, elderly people are having trouble like uh, getting the support they need in the housing, like you know, in their facilities and stuff. Like it's incredibly exhausting. It's think it's a thankless job for the most part, yep. and it's just getting worse. Mm-hmm. Like think about New York, all the all the refugees and immigrants that have come the past few months, they're definitely not getting any services. And the people that are trying yeah. to give them the services probably over fucking whelmed. Yeah, yeah. And then you look at the government officials, like, hey, help me, bro. And they're like, I'm over here taking off my shirt, going to the beach. Well, it, fucking it, Eric Adams. 
The dude, two huge disasters. The two huge outlier situations that happened in New York City the pa- in the past summer, like the past five months. We have fucking yellow smog. Yep. And this nigga was MIA because he the night before he had been partying with Robert De Niro, and then we had epic rainfall where schools were shut down and parents didn't know how to pick up their kids. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, I sent out an email and I did a little uh, news news thing last night. So if you didn't know, you were living under a rock. Like, I hate this guy. Yeah. He's probably, like, he's, I would say right now, he's the worst mayor of New York I've ever seen. And I've been here for about, I've been here almost 20 years. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, it's Tati been... agrees. She says he's terrible. He's absolutely terrible. Yeah. Because he also doesn't give a fuck. So, you know. You know He's if, the villain in his, his house. <laughs> Eric Adams is the fucking cold. If this was in New York. Oh, I bro. mean, you could easily do a remake of this. In New oh, York. yeah, yeah. You could definitely do this in New York. Easy. Yeah. So, like, you know, if, if you listen to the rants like that, you know, I lost my Patreon. job. Patreon.com slash Media Pocket, everybody. So I lost my job. I have That's to, why you should sign up for Patreon.com slash Media Pocket, everybody. So I lost my job August 21st. Then while I up and quit my job. <laughs> sorry, I had to. It was right there. I swear. So, um, you know, I filed unemployment. Yeah. August 21st. I have still. Oh, yeah. Like, what the fuck? Dude, I gave up. I gave up. I applied. I applied. But that's it, what they want you to do. Bro, I yeah, I know. But I went through everything. Dude, I, the program ended uh, early June. Mm-hmm. Right. I submitted for California and New York because I was paying both state taxes and I didn't know, I didn't have any guidance on yeah. which one I would get approved for. Yet to hear, and I followed up with all of them. I did the necessary paperwork, conversations, all that stuff. Haven't heard from anybody. Yeah. And it's October. So I just gave up. I was like, I can't count on that money. I can't count on any benefits. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it yeah, sucks. Like, what the fuck are you Patreon.com slash media pocket, everybody. Like, like, it's wild. Yeah. It's wild. And then on the, it, bro. <sighs> I like mean, I know how I know how they feel. But I know how thing, both feel, right? Like so, that's the thing that like uh, I got. I get it, folks. We're we're supposed to be talking about this horror film, and we're talking about the horrors of just being in America. Yeah, but uh, I mean, it's very pertinent but to the, this film. <laughs> think about like how many people do we know personally right now that have been laid off that are struggling, right? Mm-hmm. And they're the they're not the one like, and they just want help. A little bit of help. It's yeah. like finally being like, hey, can I get unemployment? Or can I get like Cobra? Or, you know, just give me like a, some slack on some loan payment, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, do you realize if that's me, like in my old position trying to get that help, and I'm feeling frustrated and broken, imagine the people that are so desperate that they're, they're the ones that are robbing stuff like CBS. I mean, there's some people that are doing that shit maliciously. Yeah. yeah. And doing some crazy shit, right? Like at Bloomingdale's stuff. Yeah. But- there are people that genuinely like just need to have essentials that you need to survive. Yeah. And to, to be at least somewhat proud of yourself, like, and feel like a human. Yeah. Because it's fucked up to be like, I'm good with a, a fellow person in, in my neighborhood or my community that hasn't had a shower in two weeks and just wants to get some kind of soap or something like that so they can wash themselves in a public bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like, th- we got to have some kind of, you know, yeah, there's a it's, give and take. There's a give and take. Yeah. And yes, there are always going to be some takers, but there's ways to weed them out now. Yeah, exactly. And then on top of that, I just, I just, I just need to speak this. Okay. You, you remember I, I went to uh, DR. Uh, yeah, uh, DR okay. uh, for a wedding. Yeah. When, the day I'm checking out, I got 
a fourteen hundred dollar charge on my card on my credit card. Oh shit! It said the charge was made in DR, but a hundred some odd miles away in San Domingo, and I was in uh, oh, fucking Punta Yeah, right. And I'm just like, uh, uh, uh. I caught it because it comes. Everything comes right to yeah. my phone. So of course, report the credit card. Da 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 da. You know, they come back and says like, no, you had your card on you. That was you. I'm just like. Look at the charge. It was done in San Domingo. I was yeah. in Putacana. They're like, well, you're going to have to mail us something. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, what kind of investigation did you guys fucking do? Yeah. It's just like, what, what, like, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? And they're like, and, you know, and, and, you know, just think, and someone's just trying to drop fucking $1,400 bill on me for something I didn't like. That's the, this is why people go fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. This, yeah. you know, this is why I'm always one bad day away from becoming New York's like supervillain. Yeah. You'll see me on New York one fucking in a cape and <laughs> a rainbow Next thing and you a know, rainbow hat. And I'll call myself the Twiggler. It's going to be a bad day. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon, and I never explain why I'm called the Twiggler. <laughs> Brandon's going to fucking duct tape himself head to toe. <laughs> I have a rainbow hat. Duct tape all my face <laughs> and the rest of my body, and I have a cape. <laughs> I'm the Twiggler. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with you with that, but like, yeah, I mean, like, it, but that's the thing is like, you know, people need help, and when people hey, breaking news, the Twiggler has been shot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you see, laying on a gurney as they're hauling you off. Ha! Ah, help me! Ah! Oh, it burns! Oh, it burns! <laughs> I just want to strike fear in the hearts of New Yorkers. Oh, sweet God. No, uh, and, yeah. you know, and it makes you, you know, for for somebody who's been doing all the right things. Yeah. And then when you need a little help and then the system says, fuck you, that's when the, that's what drives people crazy. Mm. When you do all the right things, you pay your taxes, you do all that, da, 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 and then you're just like, ah, fuck, I'm put on bad times. It's just like, all right, well, this is why there's a system, and the system's just like, yeah, this ain't for you, bro. Go fuck yourself. Like, what? Yeah, yeah man. But you know who All is- I'm going to say is I'm going to rob a CVS. <laughs> <laughs> you know who is doing the right thing? Our patriots. And remember, you can mm-hmm. sign up at Patreon at patreon.com slash media popcorn. You're guaranteed to have your thoughts and reviews of the film we're talking about shared on that episode. So we did get a Patriot thought at his house from Sean the Terrible. They wrote, I wasn't a huge fan of this movie, but this movie made me a fan of Wumi Masaku. She's a great actress. And that's the one, uh, she plays, uh, uh, her character's name is Rao? Yeah. Rao. Rao. Um, yeah, she's fantastic. Uh, Ryu. <laughs> yeah, beautiful actress. Uh, she was also in Lovecraft Country. She had a yes. great story arc in that. Yeah. Uh, fantastic performance. I actually got a chance to interview her during the Lovecraft Country uh, um, roundtable, which actually had uh, the real Jonathan Majors, not died Jonathan Majors, played by, who uh, his name is uh, Sapu Darusi, um, who actually did really, he, he was really no, solid. No, he, he was really solid. Really solid. Like when he had that scene just at the beginning when, uh, you know, he gets in the bedroom, he sits there and he has the emotion come over his face. Yeah. And you, you don't know yet what it's about. It's like a mix mm-hmm. of emotions. And I was like, man, this guy's good. Yeah. Because I'm feeling what he, he's trying to make me feel. Yeah. So, and this is actually, it's, folks, don't go watching this movie on Netflix thinking it's going to be this big spectacle and like the Baba Duke and shit like that. No, it's just a very, it's just, it makes you think about a lot of things that are wrong <laughs> in our immigration system, in society, in regards to how uh, people of color interact with each other, how white people interact with people of color, particularly black people. 
It's a lot. Like, there's a lot. Because um, the line of go back to fucking Africa, that's not said by a white person in this movie. Yep. Nope. It's said by a crazy-ass British black kid, which, first of all, <laughs> I feel like bl- black British people need to realize, like, you were a mind fuck. Because you are, like, they are, I, I don't know how to say this in a weird, like, whenever I see a black person that speaks in, like, that cockney weird accent, I'm like, there's just what my wires feel like they crossed. It's fucking crazy. It's like, nigga, who you think you is? <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? Like, I think there's just also something very interesting about popping a kid like that and putting him in like South Central, like having him move to like South Central or some shit. Or they eat him up. I feel they like a black, just a black British kid, right? Because the way he talks. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they, they, just, they eat him up because they're like, yo, who's this fancy ass sounding like nigga over here? But it's like he's not fancy though. Huh? I know, but that's the thing. I feel like that's, there's something really interesting there. Yeah. And there's a story to be told. Maybe I'm the one to tell it. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, uh, Justin, break down our rating system since we read our Patriot thought. And remember, patreon.com slash media popcorn to be a part of the conversation. And Justin and I need the money. <sighs> Guys, so. Uh, you know how we do this. We rate movies, bags of popcorn, popcorn, small, medium, large, and the XL40 exceptional. If a film doesn't deserve any popcorn, we throw it into the dog shit pile. We pile piles and piles of dog shit on top of it. Yeah, yeah. So Brandon, we sat down and watched His House, a 2020 horror thriller film uh, starring... Why are you so out of breath? Horror film. You know, I, I'm setting it up because, you know, these people were out of breath. Throughout this movie because they were too busy fucking losing their goddamn minds. Mm. Anyhow. Oh, that's why they didn't fuck, right? Because they were so stressed. Yeah, they didn't christen that house, which I felt bad for them. No, no. Because, uh, why yeah. Why is it that we as men, we step into an empty house or apartment just like, I need to fuck in every single one of these rooms? Because you want to make sure that you mar- made your mark, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, th- that's us just pissing all over the place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. We got to get that nut out. Anyhow. I never, I never did a... What? Oh, no, I did fuck in the kitchen. Never mind. Keep going. Okay. So, <laughs> Brandon, what say you? Uh, this is a large. This is a pleasant surprise. It's it's not scary in the least. There are a few jump scares with the, the people from, like, you know, the village and, like, the, the boat. They, like, you know, fuck with them a little bit. That also explains why the wife was very calm when she saw those visions. Yeah. As opposed to the husband. Yeah. Because they were just traumatized for different reasons and yeah. shit. Because even when he casts the kid in his arm and she's screaming for her mom, she's very stoic. The wife is very much like, fuck, I guess we're doing this. Like, yeah. You know, like, and that other woman is just like, you dirty bitch. Is that because, and, and also in her vision with the African wi- uh, village woman, is that why they're like, she's, she pretend, she create like she's committed to the story in her head. Yeah. That they had a daughter. Yeah. Basically. And they're like, no, 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 no. Your husband knows the sacrifice of what shady shit y'all did. That's why he's got mm-hmm. the most guilt. Yeah, but you're trying to hide behind this facade that you actually had a daughter. I thought it was very well done. I yeah. thought it wasn't over the head. I was kind of like I nodded versus being like, "Oh shit!" At the plot twist, I was like, "Oh okay, yeah. I see what you did there, yeah. right?" Because it, it makes perfect sense for all the characters and their journeys in this movie. Yep. So uh, Remy Weeks, uh, fantastic job, large popcorn on my end. What about you, Justin? I'm going to give it a medium. I'm going to give it a medium. Okay. I, I very much enjoyed it. Uh, I, you know, this is not a horror film. In my opinion, this is this is far more thriller. Uh, this is thriller. Yes. Okay. Um, 
I, I, I look you at this. That real yep. uh, I just see this more of a thriller uh, film as opposed to a horror film. Uh, it, but it was, it. I thought it was well paced. And it was well done in everything it did. And it did, you know, insert a, a lot of conversation just, you know, about oh, yeah. just like the status of just like the world and how we treat people, how people fall through the cracks. And also just, you know, pain, uh, pain and grief and how it manifests in different ways. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that was beautifully, beautifully said, Justin. Thank you. Thank you. There you I'm go. Beautiful motherfucker. All right. And that's our mini review on His House. Check it out on Netflix, everybody. His House. In the middle of the street, his house. Everybody make it to me. Uh, also, shout out to the cinematographer, uh, Joe Williams. Did a fantastic job with the look of this movie. Folks, you know, as always, you can follow me at Frodo underscore Blackens on all the social media platforms, particularly Threads and Instagram. That's where I be at most of the time. And you can follow the show at Medium P Podcast on all social media platforms. Be sure to leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. We will read it on the show. And then go over to YouTube.com slash Medium P Podcast. Press that subscribe button so if people uh, are alerted about future episodes and reviews that we got on there. And Justin, if you want to support the show financially as well as follow you, what can they do, my brother? Well, guys, you can follow me. Jay Brown did it on uh, the socials, but you can support this show on Patreon, patreon.com slash medium popcorn. Yeah. We have $2, $5, $10, and $15 packages. So if you enjoy this show and you want our backlogs, you want bonus episodes, get you want backlog, the mini baby. shows, you need to get on Patreon. Again, that is patreon.com slash medium popcorn. Get on there and show out, nigga. Show out. That's right. Everybody slap it up and put it down. Gooly goo goo, nigga. Gooly goo goo. Talk to y'all next week. Peace. are the films that should only be watched as a matinee we watch them so you don't have to waste your time and possibly end your life Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Candyman stalks in search of blood to terrorize y'all's neighborhood. And who fears this horrendous sound without the soul for getting down? For we all hope that they burn in hell and rot inside a corpse's shell. Talking medium pop, medium popcorn, oh yeah. The foulest stench in the air, the fuck of 40,000 booty holes in despair, and grizzly ghouls with every wound. 
And though you fight to stay alive, your body starts to shiver. For no weak-ass nigga can resist the evil of the thriller. Ah, <laughs> 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 niggas.